Today's Tuesday and on Tuesdays I record my podcasts. But I thought it would be fun today to go back to doing the video podcast so that I can, I don't know, for no other reason other than use it in other places. I know I know some people really like watching videos and they have the time where they can sit there and they can allow that video to play and watch it and look at the person while they're speaking. Yet there's also people who enjoy just listening to things if they're multitasking or doing something else. So this is to cater for everyone. I myself like anything. I like uh, listening, watching, depending on what I'm doing, what my mood's like, etc. So today I look like I'm ready for a podcast. That is one of the beautiful things about doing your podcast episode is um, you can do it whenever, wherever. You can even do it with your phone. Like, And like with most podcasts, I never really know exactly what I'm going to talk about or where the conversation's going to end up. But I really thought it would be great to start talking more about the luminescent field and what's sort of been coming through for me lately, what it means for me, how I see it. And I guess sort of how it's come about because, okay, I was going to say, oh, most people won't understand, but that is me just inflicting my own belief on other people's understanding. So I'm not going to say that. But I really just want to explain my point of view and how I see our existence. And I know even with the, you know, the the friends that I have and the people who are in my world, we all have different ideas and different thoughts of, of our existence and what it looks like and how it operates. And you know what? That is fine. I am not here to say, oh, you are all wrong. Everybody, come jump in my boot. I am the right one. You're all doing the wrong things. Uh, it's definitely not about that. And that is one of the biggest things that I've learned is that everything that we believe to be true for us is true for us. And it doesn't have to be something that we're locked into forever. It's just going to be something we believe in right now. I know we can have uh, opinions and ideas and understandings of things that may be something that we hold on to for a long period of time or most of our lives or all of our lives and then there's other things that we may be so passionate about right now and then in the next breath it's eh, not so much anymore and and that both of those ways are fine as well there's there's just no rhyme or reason and this is one thing that I do believe in that I do want people to jump on the boat about is that there is no right way to see or feel or understand or know our existence no one has the answers no one I don't I don't care who you are where you come from that no one has the answers the only answers we have are the ones that we have within ourselves and they are the only ones that we can hold on to as our own truth or our own knowing or our own understanding in that moment right now so I just want to talk about how I ended up as what I call this luminescent field way back when and if you've heard me speak before or listen to any other videos or audios I've spoken a little bit about uh, my healing journey probably 
it's been let's say three years of of solid working towards who knows what but in the beginning it was me trying to be a better person and learning how to manifest that was my goal my goal was to manifest a lot of money and um, just make my life better because I'd have money and I'd be rich and that was going to fix everything and yes yes we know that's not correct but it was on that beginning path where I started and it's just the progressive journey that's sort of taken me to where I am now. So part of learning how to manifest is learning about your beliefs and stories and understanding how we hold them within our body. And it's important for us to really look at them and release them and not hold on to um, the experiences or the beliefs that are holding us back from doing the things that we want to do or the things that we're scared to do or, or the things that give us fear and anxiety. And there's an element of where we hold them in our physical body, not just in our mind, but in our physical body. So I started down the path of healing within the body, working on starting to change the thoughts in the mind and understanding that that we are these soul essences and these human beings and understanding that the soul has this whole journey and this whole world of beliefs and stories and experiences as well that it's holding on to. So as my understanding grew from moving from the manifestation, working on myself and my own physical experiences in this lifetime and working through a lot of the crap that <laughs> when you start looking, you realize, oh my goodness, we all have so much. Um, well, maybe not everyone. That's just me. But it was through that then understanding the soul's experience and the things we have to work through on that. Then understanding... Um, past lives and galactic lives and other dimensions and <laughs> other worlds and uh, timelines and different frequencies and different energetic beings so it just started to to really blow up more and more and more with the things that I was learning because I'm the type of person when <clears throat> you tell me something <laughs> And it's like, ooh, ooh, what's that about? Okay. And I will go down that that hole and end up somewhere. Who knows? It's like going on to TikTok, starting somewhere and ending up no clue how you got there and why you're looking at these things. But that's what started for me. It was like this whole world started to open up because I've always been someone that always wanted to know why people weren't asking the biggest questions. Why? is no one standing outside looking up at the sky thinking, oh my God, how big is this place? Like it used to amaze me that that was not our first topic of conversation every time I was speaking to people and said it was, oh, I hate my job, I hate this person, oh, this sucks, let's, let's just, um, you know, do all these things that make me feel better. Like let's drink, let's smoke, let's eat crap food, let's be mean to people, let's talk behind people's backs, yada, 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 yada. And it just amazed me that no one would talk more about those things, like where we come from, who were the first people then, regardless of, you know, how you grew up. I grew up 12 years of Catholic schooling, does not mean I am <laughs> Catholic religious type, but 
no one was asking these questions. Where do we come from? How big is the earth? What else is out there? And I always had those questions. But anyway, I'm diversing. So me starting to get into this whole healing. And then once you start understanding the soul, then you start looking into, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. And you start to learn and open your eyes to so many more possibilities of the way that we exist, the way that um, this earth exists, the more stories about the sun, about the moon, about um, us as, if you read my shirt, you can't on audio, but it says I'm an energetic vibrational frequency. Understanding that, then understanding the possibilities, then learning about all the things that you can actually do because you are just a vibrational frequency and so is everything around you and how you can create your own world. And so my tiny little world of I am trying to learn to manifest because I want money suddenly became this like explosion of information and things that I was dying to find out and learn more about. It's like, oh my God, what? I need to know that. Oh my God, how do I do that? Oh, I got to do that. Oh my God, no, I need to. Why can that person do that? And I can't. How can I do that? Okay, I got to keep doing this. I've got to keep healing. What am I doing? Oh my God, why did I just have that thought? That thought is not part of me ah, being my ah, awakened, uh, loving part of this universal self. Well, I'm going to have to do some more work here myself. Okay, now I believe this. Oh, what? This person's not believing this. Hang on, hang on, wait, what? Oh my God, someone else said something different. And then it just became noise. So much noise. And then the more I started trying to find out more things, the more it was this person saying, oh no, this is wrong that you believe. And then someone else would say, no, this is wrong what you believe. And it's like, wait, what? Because when you first start going down that whole healing, we are one part and it's one, we are all one part. That's not a sentence. You know what I mean? We are, we are this oneness of existence and we're all deep in love and, you know, walking around the fire holding hands and sending each other good energy. It's like, why are people disagreeing with people? Why? Why is this person believing this and this one's believing that? Shouldn't we all be believing the same thing? Shouldn't we all be sending each other love and uh, allowing other people to have their own thoughts and their own ideas? Why are we not doing that? Hang on, hey, did I get it all wrong? What, what What's happened here? Why is this not working? And how can we all have different ideas? Because... If we are all, all working towards this oneness and there's people with different levels of understandings and knowings and teachings that are telling us to such elaborate extent, it's like, well, why is everyone thinking that it's something different? Why is everyone operating differently? Why are people arguing with each other? And I got lost. <laughs> so lost. So confused. It's like, well, fuck. <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. And then it's like, oh, maybe I've got something more to heal. Maybe I need to do some more healing modalities. Maybe I need to breathe some more. Maybe I need to meditate more. Maybe I need to learn how to do this. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knew? I just kept searching. It was like, you know, like when you're watching an ant and the ants all move around and they're never really going anywhere. That, that That's how I felt like. And I felt confused and I felt lost and... 
it was a lot. And I remember during the healing, and I've spoken about this before, where while I was starting to work on a lot of those um, emotional stories and beliefs and working through some of those major things I went through, we won't go into all of them because we all have long past with lots of things we need to heal, you know, just based on our physical human experiences. You know, I when you go back over them, you start doing that work, you think, man, I have been through so much and I'm still here. And because of all the noise I was hearing and, and thinking and believing my own beliefs that I wasn't in the right place, I wasn't doing enough, I said, hey, universe, give it all to me because I can handle it. Let me get all this shit out of the way and then everything's going to be sweet. Well, you know, of course, when you are changing so much, when you are from this person over here and you're now this person, and I can tell you, I was changing so much it was like becoming the opposite of who I was before in in so many ways not everyone else around you was going to change and we know that if you change other people can change but not everyone will not everyone wants to not everyone's supposed to and it's not up to us to go and tell them to or ask them to but my husband was not changing he <laughs> he was not um, really benefiting much from any of my uh, working through my own shit at all. So even after I told the universe that I could handle whatever, um, and you know, whether you want to look at this as being related or not, I feel like it. everything is, everything's all part of whatever journey we're on. My husband passed away and that was like, wait, what the that's not where my plan is going. This is not how it's supposed to be. We're, we're working towards this new amazing existence and I'm going to heal all my wounds and I'm going to become this, this better person. And, and once I heal, everyone else around me is going to be healed and I'm going to have all this money and this amazing work that I'm doing. I'm going to help all these people and everything's just going to be perfect. And it was like, boom, well, here you go. How do you like this? And it's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm a spiritual person. Why didn't I see this coming? Why didn't I have an inkling? Why didn't, why didn't I foresee it with my intuition? Why didn't I get a gut response that, that this was about to happen? Why didn't I see this when I was looking at my timelines? Why did, why did this just happen? And, and I didn't see it coming. Like what the fuck? I thought I was spiritual. I thought I was going down this path and I was learning and doing all these amazing things and look at me, look at all these things I can do. And then, no, the, the biggest thing in the world just hits me and I had no clue it was coming. Like, if you ever want your world turned upside down, it takes something like that to just go, what the actual fuck? And... <sighs> Sometimes there's no words to describe it. And even now, sort of, you know, 14 months on, it still blows my mind of... Uh, what's the word? It's... Did that even happen? Like, how? Why? It's just... It still blows my mind. Um... Because you think about it, I would I would consider myself in the middle of my life. Uh, we to collectively, you know, we had 
six kids between my husband and I and grandchild and you know some are adults and we still have three our kids my husband and I's eyes children my husband and I had three kids who were still at home um, and they're all still school age so for me when you lose your husband what feels like right in the middle of your life it's like wait what do I do now and because you know we still hold on to that that ideal or that belief that um you know, once the kids are all grown up and finished school, then then you and your partner can go and do these amazing things because you'll have more time, you'll have more money, you'll have more space, whatever it is. And and right now you're just, you know, helping your kids grow and, and, and get through school so you can get to that point. And you have all these goals and ideas and I'm going to buy this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to go there. And then it's like, ah. <laughs> now I ain't doing any of that. It's <laughs> what do I do now? And what I also found as part of that journey is, and this is in every relationship, this is my relationship became so much about my husband that I had lost who I was. I didn't know who the fuck I was. Like, I remember I used to talk to my husband, he had lots of hobbies, he had his dirt bikes and his Harley and full driving and camping and fishing and remote control cars and a million other things that he loved to do. And for me, it was, you know, if you ask me that question, what do you like doing? It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. Because you become this mum, you become this wife, you become this, you know, pillar of the the family um, unit of this foundational force that is running everything from the inside and making sure that everyone else is happy and everyone else is doing being and having all the things that they they want to that you forget about yourself and I know many other mothers will will understand this but you don't really know that until you're forced to really look at that so once you lose that that large part of you that had become who you were it's well, who am I? And this is part of your whole awakening journey is learning at learning who you are. But I had to learn myself, learn myself, learn more about myself because I was no longer part of a partnership. I was, you know, no longer, um, you know, a husband and wife team. We were just instead of coexisting, I now had to exist by myself and understanding and learning, oh, do I really like this? Do I really like doing that? Is it something that we just enjoyed as a family? Is it something that my husband enjoyed and I decided I liked it too? Is there something else I prefer to be doing? Are there other things that I would like to go and do or, or have or whatever that I may not have thought about before or didn't think it was possible before? And anyway, you get in that whole world and and what happened for me is really understanding who you are and the things that you like and you don't like. So couple that with already working on those emotions and stories and beliefs of, of not just this life, of your past lives as well, your um, intergalactic being, your connection to all things out there. And you put it all together into this, this big mop of existence. It's like, holy fuck so much it's so much because it's 
just so many different things to think about and so many ways to understand it, so many ways to tap into things. And I was already confused and, and not really understanding things before my husband passed away. So when you add that into it, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't get it. And I tried to sort of justify it by understanding or, or telling myself that I understood, oh no, we are just souls and a human and, you know, he's going to go on to a different life and I can uh, keep in contact via his soul and I'm so spiritual, this, this isn't going to be that bad because I can, you know, see things on a different um, playing field. It's not just me mourning the loss of a physical being. I can, I can see it from an energetic point of view and <laughs> that's all bullshit. It still hurts just as much, if not worse. So that was the story I was telling myself in the beginning to, to help me, I think, alleviate the pain. Anyway, once he was gone then and me trying to think about, well, now I'm just on the spiritual part. This is what I'm going to give my all to. It was also a distraction from um, mourning the loss. And for me diving in and really trying to find out even more stuff about everything and everything um, was exactly what I did. And because I had so much more time on my hands and so much more availability to do things and learn things and research things and listen to things and, and do what I wanted without even having to question, you know, does someone else want to do something else in the house? I can do what the fuck I want. So I did a deep dive into as much as I could possibly handle. And there were a lot of different sort of spiritual things along the way that I knew that I really wanted to learn. I really wanted to be good at. I really wanted to get to know or understand how these works or become an expert or, or more importantly, what I was feeling like, Ooh, if I can do that, I'm going to be so cool. And people are going to be, Oh wow, you're so amazing. Look how you do that. Let's be real. So one of the few things was tapping into light language and light language is guess an energetic vibrational frequency of your multidimensional self coming from your source. Um, the reason I put a sigh in that and I kind of roll my eyes is it, it's not, I'm trying to give you the description that I had of it not very long ago, because that was one of the few things I really wanted to dive into. And I just have slightly different views now. And so when I talk about things, sometimes I do get a bit of a not an attitude, it's, it's more of, there is no description to things because as I worked through um, my journey, spirituality, yada, 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 it became more and more of a lesson in understanding that there is no true explanation of anything. There is no true story or real steps towards something and this is what I eventually came to because when I was someone who wanted to tap into this light language because I'd seen all these people do it and it was like oh my god I need to do that and was, this is like the same a few months before when it's like oh my god I need to learn how to read the Akashic Records and I bought four different courses yada yada um it was something that I wanted to do and, and yes, we did untap it. However, what happened for me in that whole process of 
I'm really wanting to learn more really deep diving into understanding what it was and what it meant for people and how we could connect to different collectives etc and other versions of a multi-dimensional self that opened up a whole new world for me and this is all part of what brought me to this this whole existence that I believe in or that I'm seeing right now is tapping into that frequency of yourself whatever way you want to look at it and how you want to call it it allowed me to start seeing um, our existence as energetic strands and it can be really hard to explain this because um, you're not inside my head I'm actually teaching myself how to create 3d graphics so I can bring some of these images from my head into imagery so people can understand because I cannot find the right images to portray what I see how else can you do that you learn how to do it so I'm working on that so stay tuned but what opened up for me was seeing these like really fine strands um, floating and moving in this beautiful flowy manner which was explained to me that this was like the energetics of our existence and these these threads are the frequencies that make up who we are and the existence of everything that is or was or has been or could be past present future across different time dimension realities whatever you want to look at it it was like these threads and the way that you could um, tap into them was it's like if you're using an iPhone or an iPad and you're zooming in you could literally sort of zoom into these little areas and then you could see more in detail of, of the threads or something so if it was like um, Anna and her health you could zoom into that area and you know like you're actually zooming on an iPad or on a phone and zoom into their different threads it was the same as if you were looking at timelines and going hmm where am I feeling now what am I feeling into and because I was learning so many different things about our our energetic frequencies and the energy held in the body and the different energetic bodies etc and then seeing our existence as this vibrational frequency frequency in this in these threads um it started to give more meaning to our existence as a whole so once i sort of moved through that and started to see that um if you're watching this on video you will see that i use my hands because i still use my hands because um, I still see threads they're just slightly different but that's what sort of led me to believe well we can create whatever we want in our world based on those threads because if our existence is part of this oneness which is infinite and complete and then these are all the threads that we have of of different vibrational frequencies and you know manifesting 101 is if you want something you need to match the vibrational frequency of the thing you want and once they match you get it so I was um, seeing myself pull these things towards me and all of this made so much sense and even when I was listening to people talking about conflicting information or conflicting knowledge and different stories and 
different ideas of the past and the future and how we're supposed to um, awaken or how we're supposed to ascend or this is what uh, this collective are like or this is what this means over here because I was hearing all this conflicting information it made a little bit of sense to me because when you see it as those energetic frequency um, threads you can see where someone's belief sits here and then someone's belief sits here but if you zoom out they're all part of the same existence so if you wanted to talk about the moon for instance and you got the people over here telling us when to manifest and when to release on the you know the new moon and the full moons and then you've got someone over here saying you know it's under the control of um the reptilians or another collective and that's where the um the machinery is that holds us from 5d into 3d like even though we have those two very contradicting beliefs if you zoom out on those threads of our existence it's like you could put a little area around it like looking at a map going oh these are all the moon beliefs and then if you keep imagining our existence like that so when people are talking about the sun and um how the sun controls us in so many different ways. You could go over to the sun and then you would hear all these different people talking about their own understanding. You could go over to the ones who are following religion and see all the different types of religions and um, information about that. So it's just a matter of seeing those threads and being able to zoom in and out on those different ideas, realities and existences that we're all living when we are all part of this existence. So once I was able to start um, seeing the, the different ideas and, and stories and beliefs of people, it started to make more sense to me that there was no one way, there was no right way, that someone who had a belief about this over here and someone else who had a belief over here, they were still right, they still existed as those energetic threads so in some way it was like huh okay that makes sense that because we are this infinite existence then yes we have to see all sides and all um different ways to interpret things otherwise that's not infinite and complete but by the same token it's like well what the hell do I believe in? And I worked a lot with my own energy and trying to find my own truth of subjects. So if someone was talking about something, it would be, hmm, how do I feel about that? Does that feel true for me? And I would tap into that as my knowing and understanding to say, okay, even though this person's saying this, but this person's saying that, I believe a little bit of this and a little bit of that, or I fully believe this, or I can see both sides and I haven't really made up my mind yet. And <laughs> what happened more and more of that as you come in of, but I can see it on both sides. I don't feel myself being drawn to one answer or just one truth and it became so confusing it's like what do I believe in what am I doing and 
it started to get really, really murky. And around the same time, I started to find that, you know, listening and, and reading and learning the things that I was, was, was no longer making sense to me. It was no longer um, drawing me in like it was before. Whereas in the beginning, I was like this brand new sponge that was ready to soak up every little bit of juice you had for me. Um, to becoming in this ex existence, which was like, uh, yeah, I've heard that before. Oh my God, you've said that a thousand times. Or, oh, so many people say this, but they're not seeing this part. Like, there's also this part. And then it was people telling you that, oh no, that's not how you do that. You do this. And it's like, ugh. But then during that period as well, um, because when we talk about all of this, we, we hear people talk about it as the light grid. And originally it was, you know, your, your soul essence of who you are comes from a single source, from star, sun, earth, whatever. Then I... I never felt that I came from one source. And then I saw someone had mentioned the possibility of being multidimensional, incarnating across multiple realities at the same time. I was like, oh my God, yes, that's me. Um, so it was a little bit, uh, a little bit harder to really connect more into that oneness and into this light group because part of this belief of, of you know being source is, is having all these these grids or these ideas of what light is and and this whole oneness of our existence and the way that I understood it from the so many people that I heard from was you know we're light we're pure light that's what our energetic vibrational frequency is and I could go on and talk about that from a science perspective, but I won't because don't worry, I did do research into that because I like to get things from all areas. So I will listen to the spiritual stuff and the people talking the stuff that has no proof. But then I will also listen to the science stuff and go, okay, yeah, well, look, this, this is, this is all making sense. And it's that whole mind, body, soul approach and I'll attach it into my body. How does that feel? How's this working? So to me, it was represented as this whole light existence. And this was our movement towards ascension and new earth and 5D, whatever it was, was this light existence where once we eliminated our beliefs, our stories, our shadows, um, we would remove that heaviness from who we were and we would ascend, transcend, become more in tune with our own energetic vibrational frequencies of this oneness of our existence because we are no longer shadowed we're just being the true essence the true soul self of ourself of our source in our purest form so that was the way I understood it and it was to me it was represented as a light grid and um, by using the term light grid we use that word for explaining like um, different ideas and beliefs and stories that we hold on to it's like a grid literally lines like a grid that that we vibrationally attach to and hold it as something that's true for us so it's mm, it's like looking at a croissant right this this is my super simple description if you're looking at a croissant and you know it has lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of butter layers um 
they're like the grids that are holding us together as our energetic vibrational frequency. So if you like slit us into these tiny little um, waves or sheets, but thready, great description, Anna, um, type of existence of who we are, we would be made up of all these different grids and all these different beliefs. And that's, that's, that's what is creating our energetic frequency. So when we're working on our beliefs and our stories and we're releasing the ones that we no longer choose to hold on to, or the ones that aren't working for us, or the ones that are just a load of crap and we don't need, once we remove them, that whole energetic vibrational frequency of who we are is going to change. So we will either release something and remove it, but we might bring something new in, something more um, of a high vibrational frequency. So instead of us thinking, oh, I'm a loser and we lose that and it's, oh, I'm a winner, like this is super basic. Um, that's going to change your overall vibrational frequency because all those little croissant beautiful buttery layers and making up this existence of who you are so when you look at it from that as a light grid it sort of makes sense and and i've always given things analogies like that because for my brain the logical part of my brain likes those descriptions because it's helping me understand um, who we are in a way that's not just like oh woo, look at me i'm so um, magical and existing with these words that make no sense so that's how I was seeing the light group but whilst that was all happening for me there were and I used to try to explain this to people and I just couldn't it's like part of the light grid and part of the journey I was on I was able to start connecting to my own guides to different collectives and it became like my whole world of existence was based on me talking to you know there were there were particular guides that I had all the time and by guides I mean voices in my head if you will of these versions of myself energetically matched to myself however you want to look at it plus other collectives that I was able to connect to and talk to and bring in and and draw and speak and do all these amazing things um there was an essence of where I could seal them in my mind. And these are like, oh yeah, these are all part of the light grid. But there would be times I would close my mind and it would be the opposite of that. And the only way I can describe it so that so that people can really understand what I'm talking about, it would be like what you would image um, hell to be, like the opposite of heaven. So if you imagined that all oh my gods and collectives and angels and mythological people or whatever are sitting inside my head on this big curved screen but then when you close your eyes it's like changing the channel and it's the opposite of that so instead of all this light we're all here to help you or love blah 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 there would be this vision of I guess a darkness this this vision of you know like scary things that you'd see on tv or creepy things and dark and looking weird and and, and got that whole opposite vibe to what um I would normally see and, and you could just describe it as you know heaven and hell however but no one really understood me when I would talk about that how you know I could close my eyes and go who's here and then I'd open and go okay no we're not ready for you guys close again and be different and sounds crazy most of the stuff I talk about I say that all the time it sounds crazy but I can't tell you anything different other than what I experienced but it was interesting that I always saw that because I was someone who always felt highly into the duality of things. So it was always light and dark. It was always 
this and that. And even with my learnings and knowings and understandings and how I was able to to see all sides of, of stories, it, it sort of made sense because there's definitely um, duality in non-duality. So even though I can see this side and that side, I can see the wholeness of it as well. Even though it just exists, there's still two sides to it, um, <laughs> which is a duality in itself. So that's how my brain was started moving. So there was always this these these two sides and this is the same with my creativity and my logic and people go oh it's because you're a gemini oh it's because of this human desire whatever this is just how i am and this is just how i think and i don't need to label it but it was only until the anniversary the first anniversary of my husband's passing because towards the end of this because in the beginning when i was using my spirituality as a bypass for for mourning the loss the more I was starting to feel uncomfortable in the spirituality world and, and getting really confused with what I believed and what I didn't believe. Um, it was no longer giving me that distraction uh, away from mourning that loss. I was no longer able to throw myself into, into learning something new, a new modality or new understanding or a new thought or idea from someone else. Um, because it was like yeah, feeling a bit disconnected. And during that time, I started building up all these businesses and doing all these things and had these great visions and ideas of where it was going to go and what it was going to be like. And then it was only through this first year anniversary where it all sort of came to head. I was like, no, you're going to have to deal with this and you're going to have to deal with it now. So <clears throat> that took me to the depths of I don't I don't have the right words that will ever describe that. And Many people can talk about it as a, another dark night of the soul where it took me to that place of of darkness and, and deep sadness and loss and that giving up attitude of I'm not doing this anymore. And it was, you hear people talking about how they say the universe, this is your chance. Like you either do something now or I'm done, I'm gone. This is bullshit because in my eyes it was fuck I've done so much healing work on myself I've worked through all this shit then you throw this bullshit on top of it like how much do you fucking think I can cope with like you know this human is suffering and even though I had like such a deep and big awareness and so many gifts that so many people may not be able to get to I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. Well, I, I still get this other side of it, but this human is still suffering. And in itself, there's its own duality. It's It was too much. It's like, well, what's the fucking point? I don't see me, you know, rolling down the street in my um, Lamborghini and having all these amazing streams of income and looking like a supermodel, uh, living in this mansion with my personal chef and trainer and nanny on hand. I don't see any of that happening because you said if I matched my vibrational frequency to the things I want, then all this shit's going to come in, but I don't see it. And instead, you're making me feel like shit. Um... I'm not enjoying anything at all. I don't find anything that I'm believing in. It's like, well, what the fuck? What's the point? I've done all this healing. I've done all this work, but you're still fucking giving me fuck all except more 
more sadness, more frustration, more anger. And so it really was, <laughs> it wasn't fun. Um, but after that ultimatum, of course, usual universe, thank you, opened me up to a whole new world. And I found this book um, and this lady talking all about the dark. And it opened up my eyes to a whole new level of existence. And if you want to know more about that, let, let me know. I can give you the details. But again, it was like I'd finished with the light and now it was time to learn the dark. So I felt like a fresh ass sponge, brand new out of the packet, ready to start soaking shit up. And everything I learned about the dark um, from this book and listening and reading, then of course I do my own research. And then it's funny, once I started talking about it, other people started contacting me about their own ideas about it. So because you know me, I don't get information just from one area. I will get it from many and create my own idea. But it was the opposite of the light. So it was no longer talking about the oneness and drawing on... Um, the things that already are and pulling these timelines closer towards us or running down into our highest frequency, etc. It was more about you creating shit based on your own genius frequency in the um, in the most individualized way possible. It was no more, oh, we're all connected, we're all one. It's, I'm going to do this, let's do this. How am I going to do this? Well, I'm just going to get the, <clears throat> the right intuition for me to do my next step in order to bring me closer to exactly what I want. Part of what happens is because I have previously had this nature of, of cling to the things that I'm learning as I'm going on my own path, I would want to share that. It's like, oh, I've learned this. Now I'm going to teach it. Oh, I've learned this. Now I'm going to teach it. Oh, what about this? Oh, I've learned this and this and this. Now I'm going to put them together and I'm going to teach it. And I was just starting to do exactly the same thing. And it wasn't until someone alerted me. It's like you're just recycling information. And it was like, oh my God, what? And even though I have my own level of, of, of knowings and understanding and I thought I was being so um, creative in the way that I could bring things together in, in my own um, way I would present and talk about things. I was still just recycling information. So that led me down a, it's a letting go path. And it's really gives you that chance to sort of sit back and go, ha, okay, so the light didn't work out. Um, the dark's kind of not working out. So how do I exist? And of course, there's so much more to both these things because actually what took me out of the light grid was an actual collective that showed me how to vibrate out of light grids. Um, so once I then was in the dark and had to sort of sit in there by myself, I actually really started to tap into what things felt good for me. What did I want to create? Because part of learning more about you as an energetic vibrational frequency and understanding that we are just these uh, 
pieces of matter formed from, um, I've said this so many times, energetic vibrational frequencies. That's all we are, is matter formed from energy. It means that anything that we believe or hold on to is a reflection of that energetic vibrational frequency, which means all our ideas, our thoughts, our beliefs can be created by us. So anyone, anytime, anyone says something about something and because it's their own truth, that means I can create my own truth because it's just an expression of my own energetic vibrational frequency. Therefore, it has to be true and real because I am energy in a matter form. So what I'm saying is, is still a truth because I am saying it. And that was probably so confusing what I just said, but it just gave me that that whole understanding of how everything is literally just made up and we can literally create whatever we want to believe in our own lives. And there's no one or nothing that can tell us that, that it's wrong or it's not right or that's not possible or you're a loony. It's because I am still an energetic vibrational frequency. Any of my beliefs are part of who I am and I exist because of the words that I speak, the things that I'm doing, the ways that I'm feeling, the, the actions that I'm taking, that's what creates my existence. So why can't I make all the things that I'm thinking, feeling and doing mine? Why can't I create the things I want in my life? Why can't I create the world around me as a reflection of my own beliefs? And once you start tapping into that, it's like, <laughs> there's a whole new world out there that you can create then because you get to create your own reality. And you hear people talk about that and you don't think beyond like a certain part of it. You just think, oh, I create my own reality. Well, instead of being poor, I'm going to be rich. Or instead of being fat, I'm going to be skinny type thing. But no, think beyond that. Think of your greatest fantasy story you've ever read. Think of a crazy movie you watch. Why can't you make that your reality? Because our brain will not know what is real and what is not. Not that anything's really real anyway. So if we are thinking about something as our own reality, then we're going to make it manifest into physical form, into matter, because we're energy. Our energetic vibrational frequency is going to create matter. So if we use those thoughts, which are energetic vibrational frequencies, and we create whatever it is we want out there in physical form. And sort of tapping into that, I started to create... Um, the things I see in my own mind and the way that I react and do things, I was able to draw onto <laughs> there's so many modalities I learned on, on clearing emotions from the body, our shadows, our beliefs, our stories, and utilize uh, a couple of processes I learned 
and just sort of tweaked them a little bit for me and decided that I believed in these modalities. So when things would surface, things would come up, I was able to release them from my physical body as well as release them from my subconscious and then also draw on the energetics of our existence through um, actual electrons and the way that our whole world is work, um, made up of. Um, utilize that in my system to allow it to become balanced and in tune. That, that's probably a conversation for a whole time. But I wanted to create from everything I'd already learnt, a way for me to move past any of those belief story shadows that were holding me back from not believing that I could create the life I wanted. And I've set up my own tools and techniques inside my mind that I use um, to allow me to create how I want to be, how I want to act, what feels good. Um, what brings me the things I want, what brings me joy. And what I found was it's, it's all in creation. <clears throat> we only need to be sitting in our purest form of self, which is creation. For me, as an energetic vibrational frequency, and yes, I've said that, that those words so many times, at my peak, I am a creator. I am at my highest vibration when I am creating things. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, I'm creating this piece of art. It can be something that I am doing that is bringing me joy and go, oh my God, I love doing this. Oh my goodness, this is the truest expression of myself because I have removed all those beliefs and shadows from my mind, from my body, from my soul, I'm just this purest expression of myself. I'm no longer attached to anyone else's um, beliefs or ideas or processes or steps or anything else that exists out there. I just choose the things I want to believe in or I just create my own. So I don't need to tap into the energy of others. I don't need to look at where the planets are. I don't need to tap into my past or, or look down timelines or ask guides or connect to collectives. All of that stuff disappeared. Like, I can tell you, it was so much part of my day that I would tap into my guides and ask this question, get an answer, ask this question, get an answer, feel into things. This feels good. This doesn't. Now it's crickets that it, it's all gone. And it's like, huh, why'd you all go? It's because I was looking outside of myself for all this information, all this knowing, all this understanding when I already hold it all. I am the answer. I'm the one that exists. I am the one that is this whole reality. I am everything around me. And if everyone thought like that, we would create <laughs> such an amazing, such an amazing space. But what I see was before I was putting it outside of me. So I would need to ask someone, my guides, collectives, tell me this, tell me that. Why can't I ask myself? 
Why can't I allow myself to be the truest expression of self by allowing whatever comes in to come in from wherever it comes in and let me just sit in being who I ultimately want to be. So that's why through this, it's probably over the last six months, I started tapping more into the things that I like doing and a lot of it started to become more creative. It was drawing or, or creating uh, videos or graphics or painting and just doing things that put me in flow because you know when you were doing something that fully aligns with making you um, feel alive and feel unconnected to any of these 3D things that are happening around us, you get into this flow state where it's just you and whatever it is you're doing. And it can be anything. It, it can be cleaning the toilet. Um, but for me, like even if I'm drawing or painting, you'll just be doing things and you are not sitting there going, oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? What do I think about that? What about that? The thoughts just dissipate. And I will tell you, the more shadows you heal, the more beliefs you let go of. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen to me. <laughs> um your thoughts change. You no longer have those thoughts, those everyday, I call them boring thoughts. <laughs> you know, that everyday existence, they disappear. You get a lot bigger thoughts, um, more sort of curiosity and wonder. That, that That's how I describe my thoughts because they are, huh, I wonder if this could be real. Do I want that to be real? And there's no answer up. There's no Oh, yes, I've just discovered this. It's more of, huh, that's an interesting idea. Hmm, wonder what that would feel like, etc. So being open to that, being into creativity, and this is why now I want to do designs and things for people. I'm no longer here to tell you how to heal because you can go work that out yourself. There's enough people out there who can help you on that journey and you will energetically match to whatever you need right now. I don't need to tell you how to do any of that and I don't even want to anymore because I've passed that. That's the one of the number one things I learned is as I was going through things, they're the things I wanted to share and I wanted to, to really show others how to do, but it was like I was talking to myself anyway. So if I'm teaching teaching you about light language, it's all I'm teaching myself. Or if I'm talking about how you need to work on your beliefs, it's I'm talking to myself. So every time I did a post, a program, created something, it was literally for me. I was creating that for me so that I could teach myself. And if anyone else came on board during that, um, it was just, it was just um, what was supposed to match at that time. So once I came through the light, understood so much stuff and then not understood anything and then moved into the dark and then it's like how do I it's like you don't have a place to exist and it's not like I just went hmm what do we do let's make something up I allowed it to come in by itself because when I was talking about the light grid and how I can see those strands, our energetic vibrational strands, what happened is when I moved into the dark, it's more swirly and portally. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. A little 
portals of existence where you can jump through because you create um, from just creating. You don't draw on things. But then what I was shown one day, and it was only recently, was it's like if you put, like I was talking about this croissant layers, if you put the light grid down there as as a level, as, as a grid, as a sheet of being, right? But it's still all these flowy threads, all right? That's your light grid. Then you're going to place on top of that um, the dark grid, which is going to be these portals. So... They're not separate, they're still attached and they both exist together in a way that is totally different but still aligned together. I see it as oil and water um, but still working together. That makes no sense, I know, but it's just the different way that they operate and formulate as an image in my mind, but they are still together. And then what I was shown recently was this luminescent field, which is like an essence that sits within both of those fields. Um, the best way to describe it would be in the spaces between them, but drawing out... Um, the highest vibrational frequency and essence of both of them. So it's like a fully exuberant, highlighted, iridescent light um, that it draws from both the light and the dark in this sense. And I'm going to try and describe it because it is an image in my mind and it's hard to put it into words but it's still flowy, it's still circly like a portal, but the way that it operates is like these random dots, but flowy and pretty and iridescent. So think of whack-a-mole or <laughs> kids going like that, you know, when things are popping up and you gotta hit them. It's like that, but obviously not as intense, nice and flowy. So the way that I feel I exist is I do not, um, attach myself to any of those stories or beliefs that sit in the light grid of our ascension, our beliefs, our timelines, our energy reading, any of that stuff. I understand it. Um, I don't adhere to any of it. I don't use any of it. I don't connect to any other existences in the light grid or draw on any of those ideas or stories etc I will however listen to to some of the the older writings and things like that of things from our past and other timelines just purely for entertainment purposes um, I will listen to anything no longer as this dry ass sponge trying to soak up information but more for wow that is a great um, story or a great interpretation etc I, I look at things in a totally different way and I can really see the essence of what's being told and what it's about because remember we can we can see things from all sides I, I tell people I I think in a circle so if you spoke to me about something I'm going to see it from all angles and if you ask me a question I I can't 
answer it with with one answer it's going to have more than one answer because there's there's so many ways to look at things and none of them are right none of them are wrong but in the luminescence field i am just being in there at my highest vibrational frequency existing in a place of creation only so all i do each day is to follow my own creative intuition which is the fluidity of my vibrational being in this amazing um, luminescent field of just existing as myself i don't need to adhere to you need to do this with your body you need to do this um, with nature you need to do this um for your business you need to do this whatever um none of that appeals to me and none of that is something that i choose to believe in uh i just allow the knowledge that i already have um to come through with my own intuition to show me and guide me towards things that i may need to do in this human existence to create the things around me and bring them into my life of, of what I really want to manifest for me right now. And by doing that, I'm just stepping into, well, how do I want to feel? What, you know, what would that feel like? What would that be like? Um, oh, this would be something cool to experience. How can I get that? So I'm using that as my desires and my goals. And of course, along the way, there may be things that pop up, old um, leaky little shadows and beliefs that are still lurking in there. And I'm able to use the tools that I've created myself for me based on my own experience and what I now believe to be things that will work for me. So I can move them really quickly and they don't hang around for long. And if they do, it's so much easier to detach and release and, and, and work them out. And you'll see other videos where when I was in the dark, I used horror characters. And even yesterday, there was something that came up and it, and it became like this. It was called the fear and doubt department. I think I have a video on, on YouTube, a quick one about it. But it's just the way my creative mind is creating different ways for me to do different things. I I no longer have this solid um, do this, do this, do this, and this will get you this. It's it's just this beautiful, fluid existence. And for me, my my biggest belief is we are these luminescent, um, fluid, vibrational existences that are here just just to create and to operate in the purest essence of who we are, without the without the need of influence from other people because we have enough knowing and understandings within ourselves to be able to create the life that we want and the things that we desire. Um, but we can't, well, I don't think I would have been able to do that without having to go through this whole journey and to, to work on all the things I had to and to discover so much about myself. But I feel like I'm now in a place that finally feels like I can literally release the sigh now. I can be like, <sighs> whereas before I was continually searching, but that was just part of my journey. That was part of me releasing and receiving. There is definitely a, a level of existence to that, that happens along the journey. And I'm not, 
talking about this to tell you all, oh, everyone jump out of the locker, jump into the dark, and then go over to the to this luminescent field. It's not. It's just me sharing what I went through and what my experience was because we're all going to be different. We're all going to have our own stories. We're all going to have our own knowings and, and things that we choose to believe in, whether it's for right now, forever, for, for three seconds. It doesn't matter. We just... We just follow the joy. We just follow our path. And whatever that looks like is going to be based on our current beliefs and where our vibrational frequency is right now. Now this, <laughs> okay, this chat has gone on for so long. I normally don't do ones this long, so I apologize. And for anyone who has stuck around for the whole thing, well done, congratulations. I know my mind would have had to watch this in pieces because there's no way I could have looked into something for this long. But thank you and I appreciate you if you were listening. And I was going to wrap up with some words of wisdom, but I don't, I don't have any. Because there's nothing I can say to you to tell you, you know, go do this, go do that. You need to do this. Although... I, I do sometimes say things that I'm feeling in the moment, but honestly, it's like getting to that point of being your truest self in whatever way that looks like is just, that's our ultimate goal. And if you want to call that your ascension or your awakening or, or you becoming um, this 5D being, then, then so be it. Um, but I just love where I am now. And I know I've said this along the path, but this this is a level of existence that just feels like, <laughs> and nothing, nothing worries you anymore. It's like, oh, you know, this broke, or you got this bill, or this is happening. Or this, it's, pff, doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me in any way. I'm just being me. I'm just... I'm just doing the things that bring me joy and this whole year is all about creation and if you want to hear if you want to hear more you want to join more you want to do some things with me um, I'm sure there's information everywhere but I do appreciate anyone who has listened to this whole podcast and stay tuned I don't know how I'm gonna top it next week <laughs> don't worry it won't be this long I can guarantee you that but I will leave you all today because I'm going to go and do some more creative activities. Speak to you soon.